Welcome to the What is Stoicism podcast. Hesiod was a Greek poet who advised the observation of due measure because, according to him, moderation is best in all things. Plotus was a Roman dramatist who, either quoting Hesiod or making his own assertion, said that moderation in all things is the best policy. And Ralph Waldo Emerson echoed the sentiment again when he wrote, Moderation in all things, especially moderation. In ancient Greece, the forecourt of the Temple of Apollo bore the inscription, Nothing in excess. The ancient Stoics adopted moderation as one of their four cardinal virtues, alongside justice, wisdom, and courage. Minimalism, an approach to life that moderates consumption, continues to gain popularity in the modern era. Through ages and eras, we have constantly been reminded of the dangers of too much. It's obvious that too much sugar, or alcohol, or stress, or whatever other vice you can think of is detrimental, but even inherently good things in excess eventually turn bad. This is what Tim Ferriss says in his book The 4-Hour Workweek, quote, It is possible to have too much of a good thing. In excess, most endeavours and possessions take on the characteristics of their opposite. Thus, pacifists become militants, freedom fighters become tyrants, blessings become curses, help becomes hindrance, more becomes less, too much, too many, and too often of what you want becomes what you don't want. End quote. The calibre of people who have promoted moderation over the years is such that we can't ignore the guidance. The inscription in the Temple of Apollo is one of the 147 Delphic maxims that adorn it. Along with know thyself and surety brings ruin, nothing in excess was deemed important enough to be placed at the entrance. Many believe the maxims to be handed down from Apollo himself, while some scholars later attributed them to the seven sages of Greece. Wherever they came from, they were adopted by many, too as the Roman educator Quintilian put it, improve their moral core. Improving a student's moral core was also the intention of the Stoics when teaching their cardinal virtues. Using the term sophrosyne, they referred to moderation of the soul concerning the desires and pleasures that normally occur in it, rational agreement within the soul about what is admirable and contemptible. This rational agreement within the soul is key when practicing moderation. It's vital that we have a clear picture of what we value so that we can make easier decisions. If that point seems too abstract, it can be better illustrated through the principles of Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus, otherwise known as the minimalists. Although adopting minimalism as a way of life may conjure images of asceticism or voluntary poverty, the minimalists reject this. They describe it as a lifestyle that helps people question what things add value to their lives. In other words, it's a lifestyle of moderation. From possessions, to diet, to relationships, everything is carefully moderated so that adherents rarely have more than they truly need. They never get lost in the fog of clutter. When the clutter is cleared, the result is a more meaningful life with more time, more money, and more freedom. By incorporating minimalism into their lives, the minimalists claim to have finally found, and this may shock you, lasting happiness. If lasting happiness sounds appealing but adopting a new minimalist lifestyle seems difficult, Moderate your approach. Start small. Here are three easy steps we can all take today. 1. Define your values. If we don't know our values, then we don't really know what sort of life we want to live. The daily decisions we make won't be based on anything concrete. Taking the time to ask ourselves what our values are, and noting them down, is a good start to living with more purpose. This is akin to having a well-defined philosophy of life. 2. Begin to moderate. When we've defined our values, we get a clearer picture of how everything in our lives relates to them, or doesn't. 
With a strong foundation of values, it becomes clearer to remove things that aren't compatible with them. We start to move from excess to moderation. We start to gain freedom. Try the 30-day minimalism game to start getting rid of things you don't need. You can find that on the Minimalist's website. 3. Do I need this? After the initial paring down, we can start to apply moderation to our decisions going forward. When acquiring things, when faced with potential excess, we can ask ourselves, do I need this? Is it compatible with my values? This doesn't just apply to possessions. It can also be used to improve our health, keep us focused at work, and even rid ourselves of toxic relationships. To round off this reflection on moderation, I'll leave you with this quote from Seneca from his essay on drunkenness. Quote, Do that which is easiest of all. Namely, demonstrate that what men call pleasures are punishments as soon as they have exceeded due bounds. End quote. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the What is Stoicism podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please consider taking a second to leave a rating and a review. It's a good way to let me know you're getting value from the content and it helps more people discover the show. I appreciate your support. Thanks so much. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, I recommend checking out the Stoic Handbook podcast by John Brooks. It's one I've been a fan of myself for a while. It has great reviews. John publishes regular episodes that are always filled with practical wisdom, and it's available on all the usual podcast platforms. You can also find it on the web at stoichandbook.buzzsprout.com. Thanks again for listening.